If you want to holler, come. You need holler. That's all I say. I say shit about no fucking commitment. Okay. <laughs> and you better not put this on there because this don't count. <laughs> Anything before the introduction does not count. I'm helpful. Okay. Hey y'all, I'm Nala. Hey y'all, I'm Jazz. And this is the, the Thick, Thick and Juicy, Juicy Podcast. Podcast. I know that's right. Come make that microphone. So we really hope you guys enjoyed um, the last podcast, our last episode. We got a lot of streams on it, honestly. Um, I've looked at the analytics of everything, and we are doing a damn thing, honey. Slowly but surely, those views and those subscriptions are going up. So if Hello. you don't tune in, your fault. What sweetie say? Tap in. Am tap, in- tap, tap in. You want me to introduce the topic for this week? So, um, no, I will. I so, um, this this week we will be discussing um, communication, you know, love languages, communication in the bedroom, um, you know, and we're, and we're going to be talking about horoscopes too. Mm-hmm. But the communication in the bedroom topic is one of the juiciest topics we're probably going to be talking about um, this episode because, you know, you'll hear more from me on uh, me and my experience than Nyla because, you know, Perry. she's not as sex Celibacy. positive as I am. That's how I think. And, <laughs> and to be honest, okay, so if you haven't watched Sex Unzipped on Netflix, I really stress that you do because it, not only is it a hilarious but it is very in, enlightening, I would say, for different sexual experiences for other people. First of all, she didn't even tell me about the show. They're going to mention it. I put it on, on, my, on, put it on my close friends on Instagram. I need, I need to do better. Yeah, like, you do, so friend. Whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever. But, yes. And then, so, for my, not just my segment, but then I want to kind of more so tap into those different, you know, different love languages. What works for you? What doesn't work for you? I'm talking to my microphone. I'm talking to the camera now. Yes, y'all, this time we have visuals going up, hopefully. If you don't see them this time, they're going to be there next time. Hello. <laughs> One of these times, they're going to be on land. And you're going to tune in and you're going to tap in. But, okay, back to what I, I was saying. For uh, my portion slash segment, I want to talk more about the love languages and then what is my love languages, what are jazzes, and then, you know, what all, what you all should be thinking about when it comes to your love language. And we're also going to be defining those love languages. And you can uh, we'll give you, um, we'll give you guys, you know, um, a link to where you can do a quiz to figure out what your love language is. Um, I have two, um, and Nyla has one. I had like one major one. Like when I did my little quiz back in the day, it was like one major one, but we're going to tap in. Are mm-hmm. we doing it right now? Yeah, we can do love languages first. Okay, so y'all, let me go ahead and run you into my segment, right? Hello, this part is about love languages. So, Nyla, what is a love language? I'm happy you asked. <laughs> <laughs> a love language is basically like. How you respond or what you what somebody can do to make you fall in love with them or in love with the love process, if that makes sense. If you don't un- understand that, I can't give you another definition, so go Google it. So I feel <laughs> like a love language, based off your definition for further explanation, a love language is basically something that you feel is ideal in your relationship that's going to be pivotal for you. Mm-hmm. Like these are these are hard like honestly, with partners, you want to make sure they understand your love language. That way, they understand you because your love language is a reflection of yourself. Yes, my friend hit that on the head. I'm looking for my chart. But okay, so the five love languages are number one. Well, I'm just gonna say them in a order. They're not. This isn't the specific order, but these are all five of them. The first one on my list is acts of services. Acts of services just means that actions speak louder than words. I need you to do for me and stop saying that you're going to do for me. Mm-hmm. 
Receiving gifts will be number two. So this is just like a person, they like to receive a heartfelt gift and that makes them feel the most love. So I feel like this generation, we are like people will label that a gold digger. But for some people, that is just their form of like, that's how they like to receive love. It's through mm-hmm. monitor, you know, through tangible things. Hello. Number three would be quality time. So obviously the, the title kind of explains itself. This person just wants your undivided attention. I don't want you to come into the house and get, you know, right on your phone. Put your stuff down and come sit down and come talk to me. Mm-hmm. Hello, Pooh, come rubbing my leg a little bit. <laughs> okay. The next one would be words of affirmation. That's number four. So this is just pe- the words that people use when they need like to affirm themselves. Like, I love you or um, you are amazing or I think you're a great mom. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing, boo. You look good doing it. Things like that. Yeah. It's how you can verbally make somebody feel loved. And then finally... It's kind of like this, kind of like number two for me. Physical touch. So nothing speaks more like deeply <laughs> and appropriate than physical touch. That's what the definition says. Mm. If you know me, I'm a touchy feely person. That's like I gotta really love you to be all up in your grill, you know. So <laughs> physical touch is a big thing. But those are the five love languages. Okay. Boom. Okay, so um, I want to piggyback off of Nyla, and basically she hit the nail on the head with defining each love language. Um, but when I want to point out things that you should try to avoid with each love language. So if your partner's love language is physical touch, um, try to avoid like long periods without intimacy, you know, um, or, you know, coldly giving affection. Like if they try to give you a hug, giving them like a little sorry ass church hug is not going to cut it. That's piss poor. Um, waiting for your partner to express their desire, like, I shouldn't have to tell you what I want that goes into communicating in the bedroom, but we're going to jump into that when it's See, my topic. It all, it all flows together. And, there, and you should avoid desire for a fic, um, physical affection. So don't think that your way of showing them how you love you has to depend on that physical touch. You know what I mean? I can lie. Explain that a little bit more for me. So don't depend on, you know, oh, I have to have sex with this person for them to feel like it's a physical touch. It could just be something as simple like as hold him. Like you. Yeah. Okay, I got you. It doesn't always have to be sex. It yeah. It can be like random. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like a random act of kindness. I got you. And like if your partner's um, love language is quality time, like avoid being distracted when you're with them. So um, men and women, I, I do it too sometimes. Like I'm always on my phone because I'm always like looking at my analytics or, you know, on Twitter, you know, when you're with your partner, try to have that time to be like in the moment with them and everything. Even if it's just something as simple as watching a movie, um, stop, avoid viewing your partner as needy. That's hard to do when your partner's love language is quality time. Yes, I know. But that's that's something that you know I what? think. I'm sorry. I, some, I think that's something that's really lost within this generation. They just like, yeah, that's my dude. Whatever. I was about to say, I think that might be part of my issue. I don't, I never ask about what your, what your love, what your love language is. So it is, if it is quality time, I feel bad for you, boo. Because I don't do it. <laughs> I <laughs> feel like, so quality time is important, but I, it's not a make or break for me. Like if we spend time together, okay, great. If we don't, okay. Like it's I'm, because we social people. Yeah. No, no offense. Quality time is giving me a very introverted person. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't, mm-hmm. no. And so, um, try to avoid complaining about, you know, spending time with them. Like, I'm always with you. I'm never with my... Try to avoid that because then that makes them feel guilty for wanting to be around you. 
And then um, try to avoid pre preparing for other engagements when you're together. So try to avoid planning things with other people while you're with them. Okay, I about to say I thought I thought it was saying like avoid prepping for other things while you're with them. Like say we in the house chilling. Okay, but I'm about to get ready to go somewhere. I gotta start getting dressed. Please. Yeah. That's no, oh, no. that's what oh, I said. Okay, like, that's not what it means. Okay. Don't like while you're with them, just be with them. Don't like on the phone, like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna be on my way in like 10, 20 minutes. Don't do that. Just spend time with them and then be like, hey, I told you I'm leaving at this time. You know what I mean? Wait, I, I could give it a bit. Um, so if your partner's love language is words of affirmation, avoid assuming that they know how loved they are. So words of affirmation is um, a make or break for me because not only do I want my partner to feel like I want them to verbally tell me, like, I see the work you're doing. I see what you're doing. And, you know, I want, like, you're doing a good fucking job. I want you to know, like. I see you, babe. I, I want verbal support. I want oh, them yeah. to be uplifting, I will say. I don't want to just assume that you think I'm doing a great job. Because when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. And you said it at the beginning of that, of that statement. I don't want to assume that you love me. Mm-hmm. That's. That's a no-no. Um, so don't right. avoid assuming that they know you are proud of them. Um, avoid emotionally harsh words. What's emotionally harsh words? What's that? Just, would it be a emotionally? Would it, give me an example. Because <laughs> I'm an alpha woman. I'm very like, uh, what is an so, example of emotionally harsh? Because that's not rude. So um, if I feel like, so if my partner calls me annoying, that's an emotionally harsh word to me. Or if they say I'm doing too much, those are emotionally harsh words for me. Because, yeah, those are triggers for me. Because, bitch, I don't do too much. I do well, So even if I'm like joking about it, it's like a. No, not if it's in a joke. I'm like breaking down the love language. If it's in a, if it's in a joking sense. Okay, wait, no, wait, 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 pause, pause. Finish this part and then we're going to talk about this because we can, yeah, because that's okay. not like we finna go into deal. Um, and then avoid not recognizing or appreciating their efforts. Okay. That, that's self explanatory. Um, if your partner's love language is acts of service, avoid ignoring requests for help, um, not following through. Um, being closed-minded, like um, feeding into gender-based stereotypes when it comes to tasks. So if I ask you, not even that, like, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I need to be, like, in the kitchen and stuff like that. You don't have to pause. Um, but just because I'm a woman, that doesn't mean I have to, you know, stick to the woman stereotype. Acts of service could mean, like, I want you to wash my makeup brushes for me or, you know, doing something nice for me without me having to ask. Oh, that's <clears throat> that, that was mine, so... Access service. And then um, if your partner's love language is receiving gifts, um, avoid forgetting special occasions like anniversaries and birthdays. Um, avoid materialism. Gifts are not about the cost. So it could be as simple, simple as buying some flowers from Kroger. Give me my favorite candy as yeah. I'm on the way home. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a step. So receiving gifts and words of affirmation are my top two. Um, giving gifts without love or out of duty. I don't feel like just because we're together, you're obligated to give me things. Oh, we coming back to this topic. Perfect. So those are, those are just things to avoid with your partner's love language. I, I touched the base on all of them. Okay, but so, because I'm finna forget this one. So, receiving gifts is a love language. How do you yes. feel about Valentine's Day? I feel like Valentine's is okay. So, okay, I say that to say because at the end you just said, like, um, what did you say at the you very end of that statement? I don't want you to feel obligated to give me anything. I don't want you to feel obligated. So, 
I feel like Valentine's Day is a man-made holiday. So mm-hmm. say I do end up with a person who likes to receive gifts. How do we even find a compromise on that? Because certain holidays, yes. And I love giving gifts. I'm a gift giver. So you don't, so, so like I said, it like I said, avoid the materialism. So you don't always have to buy a gift. Your gift for him on Valentine's Day could be a nice dinner. Girl, me with a bow. I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, and you know, uh, we're not going to talk about that because it's a lot of controversy as pussy is not a gift. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I am sorry to tell you. Crying. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a personal problem. That's between you and your spouse. Whatever you want to give is mm-hmm. what you want to give. Baby, baby. And, um, that's funny. <laughs> I'm going to give you a, a little pussy cat named Zuri. <laughs> that's Jazz's actual cat. I'm not, I'm so, I'm, I'm just playing with y'all. I'm fucking hollering. Girl, they got me on Instagram. They know uh, Zuri. They be seeing her. I'm dead, so let me say my. I think I said it on in the video already, but my number one is definitely acts of service. Like mm-hmm. I'm a person because again, I'm a giver. I love to give, and like I'm thoughtful behind it. So I kind of, I kind of feel like I wouldn't say receiving mm-hmm. gifts is mine because I'm not really too big on receiving gifts, but I love giving gifts to people. So mm-hmm. I'm intentional. So I feel like I kind of. So you're more of an acts of service get type of person. Yes, I like to, I like to see what you do to others because I also at at the same time I'm kind of watching to see how you're gonna treat me if that makes sense. Right. So acts of service, like in all areas of my life, not just love, it's kind of how I lead life. Right. Friends. Oh my bad. Girl, she didn't Santana me. <laughs> no. When, it, when, oh, it, when, yeah. you, when you lean back, when you lean back, you was right. out. Okay, but no. So I can lean back like this. Perfect. My two love languages are receiving gifts and acts of service, and right. it's because. Um, for what? For one, I'm the second oldest in my family, so I feel like I had to like really be independent and on my own a lot. So I would like my partner to support me in my independence, not try to hinder it. Okay. And the gifts, like receiving gifts, that that shows me that you care. Okay. Like it could be something as little as, like I said, cooking dinner for me, like. I consider that a gift, not an act of service. That's what I'm about to say. Would it? Do you think like you're on the line of like both, maybe, or? I think so, and because okay. like when I did my quiz, like it literally was like probably two percent between both of those. All right. It was like a two percent difference between each, so they are my top two. That's because I'm like they kind of really. If you think if we think about it, those two kind of go hand in hand: mm-hmm. acts of service and receiving gifts. The acts of service is doing, receiving gifts is, is giving. Yeah, Thank it's you. the well, taking. Take you heard Santana. Rent, rent, do I need it? <laughs> um, okay, so because I always think about we're in a generation of um, households and the way we view like long term life and like the way we want to live life, the view is changing. The perspectives mm-hmm. are so different from when our parents were doing the sheets. So, sure. when you talk about receiving gifts as a love, a love language, where do you draw the line between a person that's receiving gifts as like a part of love and you becoming a gold digger? So I feel like receiving gifts is something that is something that you're not asking for. So if you're saying, I want, I want, I want, that's the difference between someone who has a love language for receiving gifts and a gold digger. Like a gold digger is, I want a man that makes this much money, spends this much on me, you know, X, Y, Z. Whereas a person whose love language is receiving gifts, it could be, like you said, as simple as buying my favorite candy when you stop at the store. I guess I guess it it kind of just depends on the person and the level because mm-hmm. you know some people are like I want a piece of candy some people are like I need a Birkin. No, really. I don't know. 
But yeah, so I feel like that's I think the that difference. Was little, that one's a little different. Receiving gifts. I didn't even think about that one. I like receiving gifts. I do. But it, but then again, it goes into what you're saying. Like I'm the person that. Like when Christmas and birthdays, I'm oh, I'm, I'm a go too. I go all out. I've already done some of my Christmas shopping too. You don't want to look at some of these definitions again. Hold on, because now I got questions. <laughs> now that I'm reading the other love love languages, I'm like, okay, bet. Hold on, because I'm gonna send you this little uh, thing that I saw on um, Twitter. It gives like a breakdown of it. Hold you on. know what? I'm about to go through each one. So words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to that, but I feel like. It's a difference between words of affirmation and people who are looking and or seeking validation. Validation is for cars, not it's for parking, not for people. So I feel like, yes, I'm going to give you words of affirmation no matter what. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, where do you draw the line between you being needy and me actually just wanting to give you, like, you know, right. positive words of affirmation? So I feel like with um, words of affirmation, I'm like, gonna interview like it, could be, it could be things like leaving, like, little, like, if you're, if you and your partner live together, it could be something as, oh, while they're on their way out, leaving you, like, a note, like, hey, I want you to be great today. I'm like, he lying. <laughs> You're annoying. You are annoying. He's so loud when I love you. But to me, I feel like words of affirmation. <laughs> it was it was a it was a high percentage too, but not as high as my other two. But words of affirmation is important to me too. Like everyone has a different amount of the love language that they connect with, and so everyone one. draws from different areas of each love language. Everyone everyone has all five. One is just Higher more than, than the other. Yeah. So with words of affirmation on my quiz, it was the third. And it's because I like no- people acknowledging the work that I do. I don't want to just depend on myself all the time for words of encouragement. I'm looking at the quiz again right right now, y'all. I think I need to retake it as mm-hmm. my adult stuff because I took it when I was like still in, in undergrad. So I feel like and, my languages probably have changed. And I feel like when like I'm in like stressful moments, those are the times I need my partner to affirm me. Like, hey, I know you're stressed out, but you are going to do the damn thing. You know what's crazy? I'm the opposite. When I'm, um, how do you even say that? Hmm. Because at the end of the day, yes, I love like when somebody supports me. But if you go overboard trying to show me support, I will literally back away. I'm like, you know what? I'm over. You're doing too much. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's why I'm like, I Here don't you know. Here you go with this ghosting shit that's why i'm like i think i need to retake my quiz because i feel like a lot of my things not that they're gonna be low but i need to see where i'm at because yeah and and you know it's good to even when like if you like are get, becoming serious with a partner i suggest you both do like your love languages quiz at the same time you're gonna tell me that, when i die do a quiz that's crazy dead <laughs> that's Who said that? you did talking about when i uh commit to my partner girl when i die you are silly but no, so I, I do suggest that when you get with your partner and, you know, you guys become start becoming serious, you know, that could be something you guys do together. Like, hey, let's look at our love languages. That way, from the start of the relationship, you know. I guess that was more so the question I was trying to ask you again. What ha- I mean, in the beginning, what happens when I get with somebody mm-hmm. and your love language is not what I'm willing to offer? Not even not what I'm willing to offer, but you want the most of your love language, like quality time. I'm a introvert and like a loner by nature. So, you know, I try to stay by myself. So if your love language is quality time, but say I, I actually do like you, I don't even know how would we compromise on it. What do you mean? How would you compromise? Like I said, how would we compromise on it? 
Because you want to spend time with me. But I'm a loner by nature. I really am a loner by nature. Mm, it's hard. It's hard for me. Okay, so like I said, if they're love. Okay, so if you guys have opposing love languages, I will say. I feel like you can come to some form of a compromise. Like I understand you want quality time all the time. But like these are my love languages. Like we need to find a middle ground. Okay, so me and my ex, listen, okay, so listen, me and my ex, we did the um, love languages quiz at the same time, and his, one of his um, top two was quality time, and, but my thing is, is that he just likes presence, we don't have to be hugged up on each other, we don't have to be, like, conversating, anything like, anything, listen, no, anything like that, no, no, he just wants us to do you said conversating, sorry, oh, conversing, sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off. I was trying to say. <laughs> Y'all, Y'all know that's one of my things. I'm hate con- I'm contrato for sure, but conversate. <laughs> I hate it. But Sorry, uh, we were con- like, he doesn't always like want to talk or things like that. He just wants presents. Like, hey, let's watch a movie together. Hey, let's, you know, start this new Netflix series. You know, he was like that. So quality time doesn't always mean being, you know, thumb up the ass with him, you know? Hmm, I hate that example she used y'all. Wink wink to ass. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, that's just a thing. But also I'm not with nobody right now, y'all, so I don't have to do none, none of this. So I'm chilling. <laughs> I have the right to be selfish. I like Okay, my... thanks. That's why I said whenever you get a partner, bitch. Ooh, let's baby, get you I'm somebody a, I'm first. Gonna wait. I'm cool right now. I'm good. <laughs> I don't y'all ain't shit. But yeah, so knowing the love language is important, especially in the bedroom. Here she go. You see how she Go ahead, Jazz. Introduce your segment. <laughs> so, communication mm. in the bedroom is. I feel like that should be called talk. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. Nah, talk to me dirty. <laughs> no, you can't say dirty because then, oh my God, no. What if talk people don't like dirty. dirty? What if people don't like dirty talk? Talk to me nice. You can you can infer no. nice whatever you want to. For me, honey, I like dirty talk. Look at her camera. I wish you could zoom in on her. <laughs> For me, I, the dirty talk is for me. That That's a kink for me. Okay, so wait. So when you talk about communication in the bedroom, what does that even mean? Cause that so communicating in the bedroom. So when you and your partner are in, moving into the sexual phase or when you are and your partner are tired of the routine vanilla sex that you guys have, break down those barriers that you hold in the bedroom. Break, break. Um, and open, have an open floor conversation about what you like. You're looking at me, I'm looking at America. Not America. You didn't did it again. It, but it just this, did it. No, it's going to keep cutting off. No, but it just did it. <clears throat> I said, looking at it, I'm looking at America. But, um, but yes. So, for me, like, I, I'm very verbal with any sexual partner I have. I let them know what I like, and I let them know what I don't like. You're not about to degrade me. So, me, I have a I have a talk dirty kink. I, yeah, degrade. Because some people, they a kink for them is being degraded in the bed. Like, what, you call me on my name? Yeah, sometimes it's that. It can be that oh word. <laughs> yeah, sometimes oh it can be that. So, that's why I said communication in the bedroom. That's a broad topic. Oh, my God. So, now I'm thinking about when that, that couple, sorry, y'all. My head just went somewhere else, the degrading in the bedroom thing. That couple, they did the, they reenacted the slavery, like, you know, for their engagement photo. So, when they, you know, I guess degrading him would be calling him a slave. A nigga. Girl. A nigga. Girl. A nigga with a hard R. That's crazy. Yes. Okay, like what y'all But, like. yeah, so degradation is definitely something that. It got a name on it, baby. Yeah. Degradation. You better yes. say that. Yes. It's something that people are into. 
But me, I'm a, I like, I have a praise kink, so, and that goes into words of affirmation. You said she got a praise kink. I do. Don't so when I'm doing, when I'm doing oral or anything like that, I like hearing like. That goes back to your words of affirmation. Yeah. Okay, that's how I was like. Let me see I like you. hearing like, yeah. You got it, girl. You got it. But not you got it, girl. <laughs> First of all, if a nigga ever tell me, you got it, girl. I thought about I'm going to stop. You got it, girl. You got it, I'm going to stop if I ever hear that now because, bitch, no. No. But, yes, I, I have a praise kink. and But I also have a talk dirty kink. Like, that shit's a turn on for me. Talking, like, during sex. Don't tell me what you're doing to me. Tell me how I'm making you feel while you Actions. fucking me. You know what I mean? I'm the, I'm and a lot of men, a lot of men are very uncomfortable with dirty talk too. They're just like, oh, I don't know what to say. Like, experiment. You know, ask your partner like, what do you like hearing? You know what I mean? Like, do you like hearing like, yeah, let me fuck you. Like, do you like hearing? You know what yeah, I'm doing I'm to you, or do you want me to hear? Or do you want to hear how I'm, how you're making me feel? Like, damn, that pussy's so wet. Like, do you like hearing shit like that while you get it fucked? Because that goes into dirty talk, too. Like, dirty talk doesn't have to be extreme. Like, bitch, I'm about to put my thumb in your ass and make you square. You don't have to do all, you don't have to do all of that. That's why, because I'm like, I'm kind of on the opposite spectrum. Because, I mean, obviously, I'm not a virgin. But, like, you know, I, I haven't made it to the talk dirty in the bedroom part. Because I'm not, I'm not doing it right now. But you you shine in the bedroom. I talk. I I'm but right now I haven't had the bedroom party in so long. I came in here. So <laughs> I think about virgins, right? Girls that are, aren't having sex. They're doing the same thing, but they're doing it via talking or via like you know texting mm-hmm. things like that. I could I I have experience on that side, but the bedroom currently. Uh-uh. So what you text is what you talk. That's I why tell, no no that's why so I know I, tell, I got it in me. If what I tell if I tell someone like if I've I've told someone like they know they they tell me like I can't wait to fuck you like when I hear niggas say that I be like oh he don't know I got pussy he don't know I got pussy <laughs> no. for real I'm in here screaming <laughs> and I got like visuals I'm there like he don't know I got pussy for real because he don't know I got pussy for real bitch My said, forget that watch hello she ain't got that watch got that whip what and so um. So yeah. So when I tell them, all right, I'm letting I'll, you better brace yourself. And when it comes down to us having sex, and they be like, "Damn, you wet as fuck!" Like that shit is a turn on for me. Like letting me know, like what you oh, feel. Talk, yeah, talking. I feel like, of course, unless you have a deep voice, it's just. Ooh, that's why I love Lakeith Stanfield, honey. That voice just do something to me. Ooh. That's funny. I, I I guess the the thing is, you can do this in any stage. I just feel like a lot of girls probably haven't made it to the bedroom part. And I so, feel like that takes another level of confidence too, though. That's what I'm. That's that's what I was going to say. So that's why I said, like, if you and your if you and your part if you're a virgin and you're having vanilla sex, that's usually how it starts off. Just vanilla missionary. It's the vanilla for me. It's just you know missionary sex or you know. Doggy, I don't want to call it doggy style because I'm not no dog, but you know, front of back, giving back shots. You know, if you like stuff like that, <laughs> girl, I ain't no dog because <laughs> I ain't no dog now. Now, I hope so. I have a story about that. So, someone called me a bitch while they were fucking me. And they was like, Yeah, you like that's that. What, that's why I was like, That's they what they were you like, Yeah, you me. like that, don't you, bitch? And I was like, And they was fucking me from the back, bitch. I was like, Cut, <laughs> cut the cameras. Not the cameras. <laughs> Not the cameras, for real, friend. But I was just like, cut, no. I, and I told him, I was like, don't you ever, yeah. ever 
Don't you ever cut it out. Making movies, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't you ever call me no bitch while we fu- especially while you fucking me from the back cuz I'm not no dog. That's enough for me. My mama hate that term too. Now, often. now calling me a slut while you fucking me, I don't care about that. Slut me out, honey, but Y'all, I'm dead. I'm gonna be listening back me. on this podcast this week too. Like, girl, what's going <laughs> out? I know, I know, I know. This one, y'all, I can't even cap. I know Jay is showing out. No, girl, uh, I can't wait to listen back. So no, because first off, bitch, you know, outside of this damn podcast, bitch, you know, I will openly talk about my sexist sexual experiences. That's just the type of friend I am. All my friends know. I'm I do. Friend. I just you know. I just know. Oh my god. I just. I feel like I have like a certain reputation to where I just can't know. Not that I can't. I just gotta keep them separate. It's a stepping. It's a stepping stone for you. I keep them separate. Now I only think it's a stepping stone because at the end of the day, I'm grown and I and I do and I say what I want. We all mm-hmm. know that. But like you know, I just feel like I don't know. But also, it's because of my uh, my upbringing, my mama for for sure, like for sure. But I just you know, I'm very conservative. <laughs> I'm not even conservative. That's the thing. I don't know. Sex has always been like a taboo, a taboo topic, and I feel like that should be a episode on the show. We just talk about sex and why it's mm-hmm. like a taboo. Yeah, but no. So when, if you are, like I was saying, if you are a virgin and you are experiencing sex with your partner for the first time, you know, um, it doesn't have to be, you know, what your kink is right away. You have to build that. Um, a lot of women, and this is scientific, a lot of women don't even experience their first orgasm until twenty twenty one. Like, when I had my first, like, actual... Because I think that porn puts a stigma on sex. Like, oh, just because, like, he's doing all of this, like, that that's me. That's sex. Yeah. yeah, that's sex for both of us. Yeah, so no. So, women don't really reach full pleasure until about the age of 20, 21. Now, this statistic probably is younger now because there are a lot more sex-positive parents out. Yeah. Young and statistics are not younger. You can, no, no offense, you could be sex positive. They still don't know what they're doing. Let's, let's be clear. You have to, I feel like experience. But an orgasm, you. you can get an orgasm with, without no, no, I'm sex. saying No, I'm saying together. Like for you to reach climax together. I feel like that's going to take experience. No, oh, yeah. Like, that's why my girl, they, that sure. number is not low. Hell, for no, sure. I need to raise it up. <laughs> so I'm still got it. That's, that, that's bad. But I'm saying, like, I feel like that number is going to change as time goes on because there are a lot of more, there's a lot more sex positive parenting going on. So the reason why I'm so open and fluent with sexual conversation is because my mom started it with me and my sisters. I think I was in probably like seventh or eighth grade when my mom, when I first saw like an actual like penis and my mom showed me like what STDs looked like on, you know, a man and things like that. And she was just like, if it's this color, if it got these kind of bumps, this, that, and the third. So my mom was very open when it came to that. So when I was 17 and I lost my virginity, I was open with my mom. I was like, "Um, I'm having sex. Even though I was already on birth control, I was just like, I'm having sex. And she was just like, make sure you're using protection. Make sure you're being careful. Make sure you ain't doing it in my damn house. Don't bring that baby home. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that baby to my house. Because I'm a product of teen pregnancy. Me and my older sister. And my mom was like, hell nah. I'm going to break that motherfucking cycle with my kids. Mom, uh, I'm not a product of teenage pregnancy. But I'm a product of this age pregnancy. She's getting on my nerves. <laughs> shut, shut the hell up. <laughs> but no, so communicating. And if you feel like you, it's un, uh, sex is an uncomfortable, part, um, uncomfortable topic to have with your partner, y'all don't need to be having sex. 
That's just in my opinion. If you can't talk about sex with your partner, why are you going to have sex with your partner? Maybe we had to talk about sex to get to the going part. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, if you ain't, what? I don't know. But I know some of y'all be jumping right to it, but I can't care. I see it. It comes sit on my couch all the time and come talk. I be like, ooh. Couldn't be me. Could never, honey. That's what I'm saying. The world's a scary place. I'm trying to think. Communication in the bedroom. What else? What does that mean for you, though? Communicating in the bedroom. Because, okay, so, like, for me, I will experiment with certain things in the bedroom. Like, I'll ask my partner, are you comfortable with using toys on me? And a lot of the times, they're just like, nah. Because men have the stigma on toys, like... A toy is supposed to replace a dick, but nah, the toy is more for me, not for you. Gotcha. It helps the woman. It's more so yeah. about the cheat. I got you. Because not all women can or- orgasm just off of penetration. That's why I they hate, need that I hate when you stimulus. said that that number is going to go down. No, it's not. It's grown women out here that have children. No, I'm talking about had. like the age. That that number is going to be younger. Which means a girl's reaching? Yeah, point? it's 20, 21 years old. That, that, that's how old most women are when they experience their first orgasm. I swear, I, I promise you, I think that number is supposed to be hard. Because I'm the grown women who have children who haven't. They haven't, they haven't had one. That's why I'm saying, like, I Ooh. feel like it's different. It's different when you think about different generations, like, different. So, okay, so have you had one is my question. Girl, watch out of my business. Not answering. Have you had orgasm? Not answering. Yes or no. I'm not answering. So I, I no. told her, it's a conservative thing. It's a yes or no, bitch. It's the in-between. I'm not answering. Okay, because I was going to ask you, what does an orgasm feel like for you? Because it feels different for a lot of women. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all just in my business. So? It's just one It's just one, one of those things I told you. Sex is something I have to open up about. Okay. Because well, I know people are going to be listening to this, and they're going to be talking, and they're going to come to me. No. Okay, so for... No. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, no my friends are going to, like, they're going to... What? No, what? Girl, who gives a fuck about them? No, at the end of the day, I'm Nyla, so... I plead the fifth. <laughs> Bitch, you make me <laughs> So when we first started this, this podcast, I told when I when I told Nala we were gonna be talking about sex, I told her she needed to start being a little bit more open. And I told Jazz I am a conservative. She is the Democratic on this one. I'm a Republican. We're <laughs> not gonna meet in the middle on per, this one. She's very, you know, I'm opening up slowly but surely. But baby, gotta give me ten. Okay, but that this is you know what you're talking about. Right, she got to the first thing. Like, but what? that is, no. but you're a mentor. That is, that should yes. be something you should. And be. the crazy thing is, I do not. Talk about sex like that with my mentees. No, they talk about it enough with, them, with themselves. Oh no, nah, baby. That's. I think I'm really just a conservative. Like I think you are too. That's the thing. I'm just you know. If you know me, you know the real. But like you know, it's just on camera when people when other folks can hear me. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Cause I talk to my friends and whatnot. We're gonna we're gonna edit the ca- the Girl, footage. Please. I'm you gonna ask me, am I or- did I have an orgasm? That's a yes or no question. You can't edit the Aaron. You can take a yes from somewhere else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm saying like but the But just please, Jazz, if you leave me alone, I actually have a few times. Yes, honey. Okay. So. I'm 25. I'm grown. Sorry, mama. Oh, that's why I said, who give a fuck about them, girl? You are a grown-ass woman. I know I'm grown. So, when I experienced my first orgasm, it was literally right after I turned 21. And... I really, like, I really did just experiment it with, like, oral sex. Like, I was always the giver and not really much of a receiver. And if they, and if they did give me head, but this, listen, listen to what I'm saying, because this is still, I didn't start having sex until I was 17, so I really didn't know, like, what I liked. Gotcha. And when me and my partner at the time got together, bitch. I'm looking at myself. That's why I'm making the roll back and me laughing. Yeah, so when me and my partner got together and like he was like, let me eat your pussy. I was like, um, oh, 
okay. I'm like, okay, sir. Okay, sir. And he did it. And I was just like, okay, this is what it feel like. And I told him to stop because then I like I started to feel that build up and I didn't know what was happening. So I was like, stop. And I, and nobody that's why I was like, you can ask somebody, but nobody can actually explain to you what mm-hmm. an orgasm is. That's something you gotta find on your own. That's why you're gonna put me so on the for, spot. No, for me an orgasm, like it feels like everyone says fireworks. No, that's not what it feels like. It literally feels like your blood is just like rushing through your body and you can hear your heartbeat in your ears and then your body just oh gotta fall asleep afterwards. No, really. Like your entire body just Mom, I'm so sorry. Your muscles like <laughs> stretch and you just tighten and then release. And fall asleep. And then after that I'd be no, nah, I don't fall asleep after that, girl. I'd be ready to go after that. I'm talking about after after sex plus fall asleep. If oh, I yeah, if I'm after sex asleep, for sure. It wasn't, yeah. But I'm not. I'm and I hate, when I, hate I say the whole get up and pee thing, that made me so mad. What? Because I have to have to do it. I'm trying to. Go oh sleep. yeah. <laughs> or you can do it before. I thought you were supposed to pee afterwards. You can pee before or after. It really doesn't matter. You just have to pee before or after. I've never heard it before. I thought it was always after. Yeah. One of the ob that I follow on uh, TikTok, she said it, it's a common misconception. Hmm. You know, I feel like we should one day we should have an OBG right in on here. Yeah. I know a few. Like, even if they want to, like, call in, no for real, for mm-hmm. real. And then we could. Because I feel like, yeah, that's Because I ain't know that at all. Look, yeah, girl, you can. It's a lot. But, but yes. I just say, you know. And that white towel test, what I tell you. Because men are givers. They'll give you a yeast infection before anything. Oh, baby, I mean. at this point, you want, I ain't I ain't doing no white test. I'm going to go to the white coat. Yo, ass going to the clinic with me, pool, and we're going to get tested together. <laughs> no, that's oh, really how I feel. Like, that's why I'm chilling. Like, no, like, uh-huh. no. Because I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to, com- I want to be able to comfortably talk openly about sex with yeah. my partner and for us to get tested together. Because I need to know when my results come in, that's your results came in. So, yeah. where them skins at, pool? <laughs> that's oh, really right. how I feel. Like, that's really kind of And that goes into communication in the bedroom too you know like when you and your partner are reaching that step to where y'all do want to be sexual like hey let's go get tested together like I feel like and that within this generation sex is just so minuscule it means so little to people they're just like oh it's just sex like no you're swapping bodily fluids things like that like you need to be cautious not even just on a soul tie aspect but on a health aspect no offense, I've never believed in that when a person says, oh, it's just sex, especially as a woman. No offense, it's never just sex. Yes. I, don't, I don't care what nobody says. You can tell the masses that and tell us whatever you have to feel to make yourself feel good about it at the end of the day. But sex comes with a lot of things. You can't just, as a woman, no offense, because we are receivers. Mm-hmm. And Nala's opinion, you can't just have sex and say, oh, it's just sex. That's not a thing. Look, Jazz trying to look. I know, I'm already knowing. Whatever. Because, bitch, I used to be. But, like I said, bitch, I used to be, like, when I left for college, I was just, like, I didn't treat sex as, like, uh, oh, whatever, it's just sex. But I didn't hold it to a high standard that I do now because I was just, like, oh, okay, me and him, we cool. Like, we don't have to be together. It's just casual Sex. But there's still somebody that you that's but that's casual sex. I'm talking about a woman that can sleep with somebody and say it's nothing there. I'm just having sex with him. That's not a thing. No, that's not what that's me, no. what I'm trying to say. Not to nobody. No offense. I mean, a prostitute can do that. Yes, but 
No, even even them, if you talk to old ones and like that's why the drugs and stuff is like a heavy thing in that specific job field because you can't just keep having sex with people and say that it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't I'm sorry. You gonna you gonna have to argue me down on this one. Come come at, come come to my regular Instagram and find me Hollering. and let's argue come about on. it because you so, can't do that. I did not check our email to see if we had any uh what's the names? But no, so with communication in the bedroom, y'all. Oh, I have- so if y'all feel like you can't talk to your partner or anything like that, um, don't have sex with them. And that's just me being completely honest. And I kind of want to, I kind of want to piggyback off of that with the whole if you're not having sex thing. And Jed is right. If you can't talk about it, don't do it. But mm-hmm. also, kind of like she said, sex, sex has this stigma around it because I'm still dealing with that as a 25 year old woman. Like you know, I just. I am shy about the yes they did email us like four people. What's wrong with you? We on the air, nigga. <laughs> Cut <Girl>. that out. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, it's the recording. It is. Yeah. Um, but I will say, if you are not having sex, you can still be open, and before you decide to sleep with somebody, you can still figure out and find those red flags before you have sex. That's why when we brought up the conversation of communication when it comes to sex, it's such a broad mm-hmm. topic because you can communicate in, uh, about a lot of different steps. In and sex. knowing the and that's why love languages ties to sex in the bedroom as well because acts of service, um, like I said, that's something for me now. Now, if I would have took a love language quiz when I was like 18, 19, it wouldn't have been probably one of my top two, but acts of service is one of my top two. And I'm sorry, but if I feel like you're not taking care of me in the bedroom or catering to me while we're having sex, like I'm going to have a problem with that because that's not that's not how I feel good. That's not going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Shit, you got to eat my pussy. You got to stimulate the clit. Like I said, you gotta stimulate my mind before you stimulate my clit now. And you know what? Let me say, that's kind of a part of my celibacy too, if I'm being honest. I was having sex, but it wasn't like a lot of, that emotional connection wasn't always there. I'm just, you know, having Casually fun. Casually having young. sex. That's why you can't do that. It's for the devil. The devil made <laughs> Stop. it. Stop. Whatever. Casual gonna... sex, the devil made no. it. No. Sinners. No. <laughs> I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Stop doing it, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. No, I'm just kidding though, but. You know, sex is just, I don't know. There's a, a, it goes back to that whole of you have to, there has to be an co- emotional connection. People are just out here mm-hmm. willy nilly doing stuff Slang and being silly. Like, you know, it's just too much. I don't, I don't know. So, for my girls out here, be safe because I know temptation is a fool. Hello. But be smart. That's Come why on. I don't talk to my mentees ab- about sex because, I mean, at the end of the day, I know you're going to do what you want to do. I just can say, be smart. Mm-hmm. Don't come to my house talking about you got an STD and then asking me what to do. Great bad. Go to that commerce got a free clinic, y'all. Barely. Okay, so what you what used to kill me at commerce was when they when the clinic used to have free testing or they used to do like those testing like drives or whatever. And um they would give out those free t shirts. So I have worn my shirt on campus. I hate those shirts. And um it and it just all I said was I got tested at the you know The back should have said positive or negative. Let's talk about it. it did. <laughs> Get them kids, just get on my nerves. I got tested today. And, and my thing is, is that there's this stigma on shame for being tested. Like, why is it shameful that I'm going to go get tested for STDs? Nope, I didn't talk to some dudes. It's not shame and I'm going to get tested for an STD. It's fear of what is going to come back when I get tested because a lot of people are asymptomatic. It's not a shame thing at all because you can't be ashamed because you've been having sex. It's a fear of I actually have something. Mm-hmm. 
Because a lot of folks got stuff that's walking around, y'all. The popular people that y'all know have stuff and they don't go get tested. Could never. Like I said, communication, That, but that goes into communicating. So, um, if you know you carry something like herpes... And you know that you carry stuff. No offense. Like, you, your body, I hate people that say, I didn't know my body didn't give me a sign. Your body gives Girl, you signs. When You're I have a yeast infection, I feel your it. Body. When Even I before your period infection? is about to come, as yes. a woman, your body literally gives you signs. I hate people say that my body, I didn't know. You knew you just wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. You're not in tune with your star player. Hashtag. Kate Williams, whatever. But <laughs> I that's a, that again goes back to know who you land with before mm-hmm. you lay with them. That's a red flag, sis. If you talk about going get tested, and he like, no, that's a red flag. Or if you ask him, when's the last time he you got tested, and he says something outside of six months, that's a red flag. That's a red and flag. And he's still active. Mm-hmm. Huge red. That's a red blanket. That's that's those. a lot for my head, child. But no, so communi- like I said, communication is a broad topic when it comes to sex and being in the bedroom, you know. Um, especially when it comes to oral sex. Like, I hate the stigma that women ha- that women have, well, that some men have of women don't like giving head. Like, that's, that's, that's one thing I want people to stop saying is women do not like giving head. Yes, that is something, a girl, and they love saying it about black women. Black women don't suck dick. Black women don't suck dick. Ooh, and I don't just- want nothing about that. Girl, <laughs> hollering. I don't know nothing about that. What's that? What? Jazz, talk about that. What's that? I don't, know, I don't know about that. What's that, girl? I don't know nothing about girl, that. Girl, so, sorry, mama, but if y'all know, if y'all know me and if y'all had a conversation with me, y'all know I love sucking dick. That's one thing I like doing. Um, because, like I said, I have a power, I have a praise kink. So, I, I like being uh-uh, praised. Not a praise kink. You like words of affirmation. That that falls in there. Don't say don't say word kink. That sound yeah. I didn't say word kink. I said What's praise kink. Praise kink. You, I just think that's but that's what it's called. It's called a praise kink. They don't need to. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. When I hear praise kink, I think of God first. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you can't, that's why I said I'm putting two together. <laughs> I hear praise first. Uh uh-uh. uh. But yes, that's one of my kinks. So if I'm you know doing something with a man. Because that's, that's the sex that I choose to do things with. Um, if I'm sucking dick, like, I want him. I don't want him to just be squirming underneath me and moaning. I don't want just that. I want him to be telling me what it feels like. So, for you, as a woman, it's a sense of power that comes along with you. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And sucking dick it can make a woman feel very powerful. You got, girl. My mouth's a little song, I'll tell you. That's why I don't know. Bitch, I don't got big lips either. I didn't say shit about your lips. I said my mouth. My mouth ain't big. Let me see. Girl. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, like like they use kitty stuff on me like at the dot. Cut it out. No, like so serious. Like I always say. Okay, so you don't have to put the. Okay, that's another thing. Okay, let me give y'all a dick second one on one. Okay. That's why I'm on the episode. You do not have. You do not have to put your entire, like the entire dick in your mouth. For one, it's going to be very painful on your jaw and on your lips. And for two, it could feel uncomfortable for your partner to have his entire dick just shoved in your mouth. Your focus needs to be the tip and probably like two inches down. Use your hand. Don't just try to use your mouth either. Use one hand. If it's big enough, use two and go to work on that motherfucker. I am crying. I'm taking notes. 
And I'm being serious. That's why I told you, future husband, baby, we gonna be Like, if it's two, you just need to, like, position your hands like this and just, you know. Girl trying to give me the Tiffany uh, hair (laughs) for girlfriends. No, not with the grapefruit. No, but use your hands. I was gonna say, that scene was so extra. Like, do people really be doing that with grapefruit? I don't. I can't speak for other people, but I know I don't. That's disgusting. She, she said a pineapple. All type of stuff. And I was like, what? grapefruit has a lot it's of acid. acidic, right? I, th- I thought, oh my god, baby, you better go get tested for your girl. Put that thing out on you. You got, <laughs> yeah. you got, you got some bumps. You gonna be in there screaming, honey? Ah! <laughs> but yes, F F, you're not Sorry. using fruit. If <laughs> you're not using fruit, and that's another thing too. You need a lot of lubricant, not even just like lube. You just need a lot of saliva to build up in your mouth while you're doing that. And yes, it may seem like it's you're being disgusting while you're doing it, and it may feel like it's nasty. But the more lubrication, the better, because when you're having sex, that's what he's that's what he's feeling on the inside. A lot of lubrication. Where you give a head, it needs to be the same thing. A lot of spit. Don't just hock up a loogie and don't do princess <laughs> spit on it. Don't do it. But you know, if it's big enough for two hands and it got some girth on it, girl, you better girl <laughs> flick the wrists and get some motherfucking work. Look at the flick of the wrist. Look at the flick of the and, wrist. And oh. that's why I want everyone to watch this sex unzipped show because it's literally like it's like a sex podcast interview. They're interviewing different people, um, and it's straight people, people within the LGBTQ community, um, you know, and things that they like in the bedroom. So, dirty talk, what's your kink, toys. That's another thing that needs to stop, like, needs to stop having a stigma on. Toys are not in replacement of penis. They're not. Just because. I feel like that's a maturity maturity level thing, too, though. And. For sure. And and they're not just meant for single women either. That's why most Just because I'm single that doesn't mean here. no. Just because I'm single that doesn't mean I'm replacing dick with a toy. No. I rather replace the person with a toy cuz I don't feel like going through all that shit while I'm being single. But if I'm with my partner and we are experimenting in the bedroom, we for sure going to pull out some toys. I got me a little um whip in my room too. I am crying, y'all. All right, y'all see. And me. get get you some ladies if y'all. Hey, look, the BDSM, you know ch- what we're gonna say? Chains and whips excite me, bitch. I don't know about the chains, but the whips do. BDSM, what that stand for? Huh? What's BDSM? Um, is that it's the acronym, right? Mhm. I know the S gotta be submissive. Mhm. The D is for dominant. Is B, B, is B bondage? Bondage? It gotta be. Yeah, I think it's bondage. Hold on. Let me see. But then that doesn't make sense. Bondage, dominant, submission. Let me see. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn this stuff as I go, child. Jasmine here introduced me to acronyms and shit. I, I just know what they, what, like, goes in that category for the most part, but I don't know what it, what it stands for. I'm there, y'all. So as um oh bondage um domination submissive sadism sadism sorry sadism is not a word that's what it means bondage domination submission sadism sadism it's a it's BDSM though but it's, I think the M the M is for sadism yeah that's what so oh, the M is for oh isms. it's um masochism too. 
I was like, so M must be for isms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> masochism. So sadism and masochism. So yeah. So you know, if you like being tied up, that's the bondage. If you like power role play, you know, like this my boss and I'm the co-worker and I, you know. I'm the subordinate. Yeah, or I hate the schoolgirl fantasy because that's just inappropriate, but. That's pedophilish, not yes. ish, that's pedophile. Yes. I guess I gotta say ish, but that's pedophilish. But if I'm like, if or I'm, Kelly. or if I'm the principal and you the teacher, like, I like that, or you the principal and I'm the teacher, you know, I like role play. I you am know, crying, y'all. Things like that. Like, get over here, baby. I'm not feminine. I'm, I'm trying to get into this stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to get more in touch with my feminine side, baby. So I'm over here crying. I'm okay. I am feminine, but you know, at my house, I leave, <laughs> I leave it at that. Cut it out. <laughs> when I when I step out, I gotta be alpha female. Always have. Oh. I'm over here crying because Jazz got. I'm over here taking notes, baby. Purr. No, really, and there's a lot of websites too because I be putting people on, especially within my um. My close friends on Instagram. Um, I really be putting people on to like different vibrators you can be getting. There's this like new um, handcuff thing, and it comes with like this door handle. So you literally just hook it on the top of you do- of your door, and they handcuff you, and then they put the hook attached to the thing on you. So you just like, yes, girl. So you just tie it up on the door. And you just, you know, your hands just tied I'm, up. I'm, I'm going to go look at Jazz's door when I leave. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I don't have it yet. Like, I'm a freak. <laughs> Why don't you want to go in her bedroom? What? You hear me? I don't, talking? I don't have it yet. Hey, what are your opinion on sex wings? Sex wings? Oh, girl, yes. I feel I like. I think I get that installed by the, by the company, though. Don't install that shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they have one where it's, like, uh, straps. You, like, hook it onto the top of the door, and straps are on it. You strap your partner in, and you can just, like, grab on and just, you know, fuck him. Girl saying it to me like we little. <laughs> Girl said you could just put some straps on the door. Grab on it. Mm, mm, it's mm, put some straps know? on the door. Girl, it would be heavy duty. I'm over here crying. But right now. heavy duty. <laughs> Oh, so, again, gosh. my background is I am celibate right now, but I'm, you know, I'm exploring myself and what I like as a woman while I'm in the celibacy. Just mm-hmm. so I know for when I do, I do get married. I'm not waiting until marriage by any means, but that's kind of, it kind of is one of my goals. Right. But I'm not, you know. Because uh, I told you, you can't be married and no dick you ain't had yet. I never said that. I didn't, I just said I won't be having sex until I get married. Well, no, no, no. Until I deem it's the right person for me. Because okay. I'm not even... Keen on getting married right now. It's giving me headache. It's giving you headache. It's giving me. It's I gotta giving... come home and compromise. It's giving. Most of y'all getting divorced anyway, so I can, <laughs> I'm fine. Hollering. It's giving. Some people marry and they not happy. It's giving. Some Ooh. folks are married and they single. Ooh, oh, it's giving. It's giving. Some let people. it go. Nope, cause you nope. Let it go. Mm. Uh uh-uh, uh, cause you you finna start. Nope, I'm keeping the general. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. Let it go. I heard it's you. It's giving me. some people engaged but never making it to, to the altar. Okay. <laughs> Yes, honey. I'm like, who I know this? Somebody I know? Listen, Gage. My ass knows you're messy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got Oh, girl, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. A couple but, couples came to my head, so you don't don't even try to store it. I'm crying. <laughs> girl, like I said, fuck them. <laughs> I'm ready, buddy. If y'all feel so, listen, if the shoe wear it and if it don't, take it off. All right? All right. She said they wrong. If the shoe fits, wear it. I said if the shoe fit, wear it. If it don't, take it off. Go back and watch it. You didn't say that. But yes, I, got I did. Five dollars. What's up? Bitch. All right. <laughs>
Wait, no, wait. Did we shake on 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 the, on the screen? Bet <laughs> five dollars, <laughs> and you better not edit it. None of that. Nope. I'm not. Wait, we could have played it back on here. Yeah, but we're not gonna do that because we're recording right now. No, after we finish. Oh, yeah. So just know it's like a little bit before sixteen fifty five because okay. I, I need my five dollars today before I go home <laughs> yeah, in <right>. cash. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the shoe fit weird if it don't take it off, okay? But, yes, so we want you guys to feel comfortable. Um, even if you are a plus-size woman and you're wanting to broaden your sexual experiences with your partner, don't feel like your size is going to prohibit you from doing that mm. because you can still be a sexual person in the bedroom. Now, um, a lot of things go into what turns your partner on. It could be something as simple as sucking on their nipples um, you wearing sexy lingerie, or it could be something that they fetishize, you know, like, um, I know some men who have a fetish for sucking toes, or, you know, things like that, so, or, you know, they have a fetish fetish. for breasts, so, you know, it really, honestly, all depends, but you won't know any of that without communicating with your partner, so for me, my partners know any sexual partner i've had sexual intercourse or just sexual done sexual things with they know i have a i can't even say a worship because you don't like praise and worship (laughs) no you could you could say what you want okay so they know i have a praise kink so that (laughs) cut it out so they know like i that's what i like and they contribute to it um, they know that me wearing lingerie is something that is not for them, but it's not more for them than it is for me, if that makes That's sense. That's what I was going to say. The Really, sex is all about your confidence as a, mm-hmm. as a person. It's not about your partner. You are not going to get your to your climax mm-hmm. unless you are 100% comfortable. That's yes. what I can testify for. I know that's right. Not, that's what I can testify for, friend. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I can only speak on certain topics, but that's one I can tell you. Unless you Okay, so let's talk work. about that. Confidence within the bedroom. What makes you confident? I don't know. It's been it's been a while. What's that? What used to make you confident? Ooh, I don't know. I'm not the same person no more. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. I'm looking at some. So what makes me comfortable in the bed? Well, because I've been leading this conversation. Okay, you know so. what? I can go. What makes me comfortable in the bedroom? One, let's just say it's going to take us a while to get there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time we even make it to the bedroom, I am comfortable. Like, again, it's going to... It, I'm not one of those. I'm trying to wait till I'm married or one of those you got to wait three months. But at the end of the day... What makes me comfortable is just really you have to, I'm trying to see because it's more so about the way that you make me feel as a person, especially because I am or used to be considered, I still consider myself plus size. So that body confidence and things does come with it or body shaming and things does come with it. So the more is the affirmation before we get to the bedroom, it's kind of how you make it to my bedroom. So bedroom confidence it comes from my point of you have to you have to make me feel secure if for i sure. feel secure baby it's yours <laughs> for sure and that that's that that but that goes again into the love languages like i got love love languages. i do girl because like i said they're a reflection of yourself so your, the, your partner's love language is a reflection of them so in the bedroom you take those languages with you acts of service receiving gifts receiving head honey like mm. that must be one of the gifts yes it is for me if we if we'd have got into an argument and in the middle of the argument you'd be like let me eat your pussy i'd be like all right (laughs) not even joking like that could be a way to apologize to me too shit i'm sorry let me eat your pussy all right 
No, after I done got into it with somebody, I'm such, I'm so, I'm such a sim. Only thing I do is make me laugh again and we cool all over again. Like, and that's kind of where the sex part comes from. I just, <laughs> you have to match my funniness and my goofiness because that's who I am. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to explore that side in the bedroom. So that's kind of what I'm waiting for and waiting right. on. Right. That's why I ain't doing nothing yet. I and I feel like, maybe later. so well, a lot of things, think, so my thing is, is, is laughter a turn off for you when it's in the bedroom? It depends on the type of laughing. Are we laughing together or are you laughing? Because if you laughing, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so, so it, that's it, what it I want to say. Okay, so if I feel like <laughs> you are experimenting with your partner and, you know, something is just not working out for y'all and y'all both oh, no. start laughing, like, oh, I yeah, feel like I'm, that's okay. I'm vocal that way. Like if Okay, so if I don't like something, I can speak on that. I'm vocal in that way. I don't like that. That wasn't, I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. in that way. So that's okay. why I'm like, it just depends. So I'm like, girl, you ain't never, you ain't never got to worry about me not saying nothing. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> and that goes back to Jazz's point. If you can't say that, like, I feel like for sex, you should never just be laying down and just doing it because mm-hmm. that's what your partner wants. If you're not comfortable, say that. Because yeah. if if you don't, that behavior is going to keep, it's going to continue to happen. Because he thinks yes. he's doing, he doing the best he's, thing ever. Yeah. No, baby. And so, and then week. a lot of men think that just having really rough sex is going to be a turn on. Like a lot of men think that. Just so you know. A lot of men think that, and I, I want to say this. Sometimes I don't like rough sex. Sometimes I do not. Not all. Not all the time, no. Sometimes I want to be like cherished. Yes, that I want to do it, do it, do it, do it. You if that makes sense, you know what I mean? So, like, I want I want my partner to, you know... Yeah, what were you saying about the communication? You said that um, it goes into knowing what your partner does and doesn't like. Oh, I thought you were talking about my list from last week. I about to say, girl, I got it in my phone. It goes from the talking stage <laughs> no. to the onstage. So, knowing what your partner does and doesn't like. So, like, if you guys are experimenting and it's just not working out, laughter is okay in the bedroom as long as you're laughing with me and not at me. If, you know, if I do something and you don't like it, don't just, like, try to bear through it because... That's not gonna make me feel good about myself, and I don't want you uncomfortable. And I'm gonna talk about two of my doing... friends. Period. You gonna be in a group chat that same day? <laughs> no, friend. Definitely. You do that? Definitely. I'm like that. That was not good. Let it. Like, okay, Mo. I love you, but I would definitely text Mo for sure. I'm like Mo. <laughs> that wasn't given what we thought it was. It wasn't given what it was supposed to give. No, because she wanted my life partner, so we do talk about sex. So Mo, I'm like it wasn't given what it was supposed to give, chair. So I I have done that too where I've talked about someone <laughs> I've talked about someone while like with my friends and y'all he found out and it was just World War Three and I was just like okay I'm never doing that again. You can't, you can't know the, the uh, friend tea. That's a mm-hmm. little different. I'm trying to think. Um, communication. What else can we talk about? Communication in the bedroom. We talked. We definitely covered <laughs> like a range of topics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so like I'm gonna finish my statement. But I thought I was done. You thought I was done? No, I said no. Are you good? Because we oh, okay. But yeah, so um, knowing what your partner does and doesn't like. So if you if they don't like it, be verbal about it. Like for me, like rough sex is not always a um a thing that I like. I don't like it. Like it just don't do it for me. But the, I feel like nah, it's, well not not nah, because that's the way you feel. But in I feel like cases. rough sex is just 
there's a difference between like you being rough and you just being assertive in that moment. Mm-hmm. Rough sex is like you don't care about me in that moment. Let's just say like you could insert anybody into this space. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Rough sex. So you don't like rough sex at all? Assertive sex, yes. Rough sex, no. Because I feel like you can insert anybody. Like that's mm-hmm. not, no. So what is what is your definition of rough no. sex? I need that so I, we can get some clarification. Are you good? So for example undergrad years but i was talking to this one guy i was Mm -hmm. actually sleeping with him though and like literally rough sex was him like i would just say one of my nipples almost came off and that was like i don't i don't that's not that's not rough sex well that's rough sex that's not assertive to me you didn't care about me in Mm -hmm. in that moment but you were trying to hurt me Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i feel okay so painful things okay so that's what i'm talking about too like if it's so I like a little bit of pain with my pleasure. I do. I, I, I like I'm into the BDSM. So, but if I feel like you know you're choking me a little too tight, or you know you pull up my hair a little too, if you're being like too rough with me, like I will literally like turn around, or I will literally like push you off of me and be like, chill the fuck out. It is not. You don't have to be that rough with me. Okay, no, so no, no, that's not what I meant. So, because no, no offense that come with sex, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. So, rough sex to me is like when girls are saying, like, I don't like this, I'm not comfortable, things like that, and mm-hmm. you keep going. That to me is like a, that's rough sex. Yeah. Assertive sex is different. Mm-hmm. That's why I like assertive sex. That's you being, you taking dominance in the bedroom. I have no problem with that, but oh, you yeah. being rough. No. I don't either. No. I have no problems with that. <laughs> I have no problems with that, honey. Like I said, I like power this one role. My nerves. I like power mm-hmm. role play in the bedroom. So I, I like you know, I like it. What would you do? Prime time. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to record our screen. Um, girl, whatever. I gotta, I gotta get my Instagrammers what they want. Per, you need to put that on the what's the name? The uh, thick and juice. Save it so you can put. Oh, it on you know, you know, I save juicy it. story. You let me know, and I'm gonna hop into the horoscopes. Okay. Oh, someone joined our live. I hope it ain't real. That's my friend though. Hey, my name is Nala. This is Jazz, and welcome Who's to the Thick and Juicy Podcast. I'm not sure, but thank you for tuning in. What is it saying? Uh uh-uh. uh. I want to say Denise Uniforms Unlimited. Maybe. Oh, that sounds like a business. Well, we're still welcome. We're still happy to Hello. have you. Hello. Welcome to the Thick and Juicy Podcast. Girl, Her. why did they give me a little makeup, a little filter? I was wondering why I was just giving. You giving, honey. Because my face is naked. <laughs> and I got two pimples on my forehead. <laughs> oh, pop. my God. So, have you been experiencing, like, since the time change, I've been, like, really exhausted lately. I don't know why, but I even have bags under my eyes, which is not normal for me. And it has been wearing me out. Even when I, like, have, like, rampant sex, like, I still don't get tired like this. And Hello. it's just, ugh. What's that? Um, not. I can't say I've been waking up, going to bed earlier, and waking up earlier, like for sure. But not I've literally all this week I've wake I've woken up before my alarm. Yeah, I get up. Tell you no, I be getting up early. We be in a drinking coffee chair. <laughs> TBC. Okay. Wait, but question. Then- hey, Denise, what is your zodiac sign? Because I'm actually gonna go into horoscopes, and I would love to do yours if you have it. Since I'm I'm already gonna be doing me jazz, and then the one for the current season. So if you know your zodiac sign, I would love for you to drop it and I'll read you yours. Okay, and we also need to know if y'all want us to do a Thanksgiving podcast because that was something that we debated on. Um, we didn't really know if we wanted to do something or put anything out here because this is we do this every other weekend. Um, so 
it's up to y'all if y'all want another episode. We we will be back recording after Thanksgiving either way it goes, but still. That's we want it after I get turkey, period. But yes, so Ah you and Libra, I'm sorry. Pause Her. me too. So I got you. We're gonna cover it. Okay, so yes. We are we want you guys to like know your love languages. So we're gonna give y'all a link. Um we're gonna put it on our Instagram story. So if you're not following us on Instagram, too damn bad, go follow us. And you'll get the link or whatever. Um and then um yeah, so love languages. Know you and yours and your partners. And even if you don't have a partner right now, it's always good to know what your love language is. Because your love language speaks to your friendships as well. It doesn't just speak to your relationship that you have with a partner. Hey, you know what? That's right. Because acts of service, I'm definitely, a, a, as, as a friend, I'm such a giver. Like, that just... Maybe I, I'll maybe receiving gifts. I have to re- retake mine because I'm a gift giver. Like, I love... Does that go into receiving gifts, though? No, right? It's Because I don't, I don't really care to receive. I'm more so, like, to give. Mm-hmm. So yours would be acts of service, doing things for other people. Do something for me, Pooh. And I mean, <clears throat> you got it. Um, who else joined us on the... Who is that? CJ. Hey, CJ. Hey, I know CJ. that's right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So... I'm dead. We're doing a podcast, Pooh. We're not doing a live. But, we you know, we're shooting live from our podcast studio. Yeah. From our little podcast. But, CJ, go listen to it whenever it drops and then give us some comments and, like, some feedback and we'll talk about what you said on the next episode. We sure will. Boom. But, yeah, so, um, love languages. Know yours. Know your um, partners. And communication in the bedroom. Talk about it. If you're not comfortable talking about sex, you shouldn't be having it. Um, And if you cannot feel like you can, if you don't feel like you can be open with your partner, y'all need to really do some serious reevaluating about y'all's relationship dynamic. So you want to go? I know that's right, big bet. I got you. Okay, so (laughs) for the uh, another another segment on the thick and juicy podcast where we talk all things thick and juicy is we go through the horoscopes, right? Mm -hmm. So we like to go through ours as the co-host, and then we'll do the one for the current season. Like so, right now we're in Scorpio season. Ooh, emotional. But um, (laughs) let me say I love my Scorpio friends. I love y'all so much cry babies but um whenever we have a guest on the show we'll ask them for their zodiac sign and then we'll do it you know we'll do it with them as well mm-hmm. bitch i was looking for my phone <laughs> okay so i'm gonna start with jazzy's because i did mine last time at the beginning so for pisces on today november the 13th mm-hmm. you like to recycle in your home and your workplace be a part of the solution instead of the problem by picking up after yourself and making sure that you aren't leaving a mess wherever you go you talked mm-hmm. about that earlier it's crazy Remember you was talking about I like to clean up my space? Oh, yeah. It kind of flows into this. That's crazy. That worked out perfectly. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I keep bumping you. Whatever. It says, the state of the environment is more of the concern every day. It's up to you. It's up to each individual to make a difference. Mm. Ask yourself an urgent question. I want to get clear for you. That speaks to me for real because I do recycle in my house. I, I, I break down all my boxes I receive and I put them by my fireplace. I should have read this too. Today's matches for love is a Sagittarius. For friendship, it's a Cancer. And for career, it's a Virgo. Boom. I don't know any Sagittarius's that I would actually just outside of my um, sister. It's only one o'clock. You have all, all day. You might run into a person like you know what? I could do business with you in the future. What's your no, sign? No, you said for love. Oh, I, I think I might like you. What's your sign? You're here, Sagittarius. That's crazy. No, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to. No, okay. I'm, I'm thinking of my sister. That's the only person I could think of that I know that's Sagittarius. 
No, actually, you know him. Oh, you okay? Never mind. I say never mind. I say actually fuck with. I said no. You know Sagittarius don't act like they eat this. Okay, never mind. If you eat, if you a sad, just know Jazz don't like you. Nah, I'm just man. <laughs> he know I don't fuck with him, bitch. I know that's right. Okay. Mm-mm. So for mine today, Libra, Denise, I got you, Pooh. Um, you're. Yeah, this your horoscope, boo. I'm trying to read it. Hold on, I forget the talking. No, <laughs> no. Nah, okay. <laughs> You're going to feel support, though it might be hidden in unexpected places. Mm. Don't discount anymore. Okay. Mm. Even in the most casual remarks, oh, even the most casual remarks have a touch of sensitivity and progressive thought that can help you a great deal. Mm. No, I love a touch. Okay. <laughs> There's a strength in uh, emotional. Sh- uh, mm, hold on. There's a strength in emotional truth, even if you don't want to hear it. Bitter pills may be hard to swallow, mm. but they can be good for you. So, uh, Denise, for me and you today, in love, it's Cancer. In friendship, it's Capricorn. In career, it's an Aries. I'm not an Aries, bitch. I'm a Pisces. I said this fuck? is mine. Bitch. Annoying. You see how she jumped at me? Okay, and then we're going to do our, our season for today. Mm-hmm. It's our Scorpios. Scorpios. So November thirteenth today, um, it may be hard for anything to hold your attention today. Mm. Don't know Scorpio. I yeah. know a few of them. We know. Keep reading. We know a few of them. I'm, trying, I'm sorry. I'm trying, trying to think. Okay, your mind may drift easily, and you may not have the patience to deal with situations that come your way. Do your best to wait until someone is finished talking before you jump in with your two cents. Mm-hmm. Be polite and be respectful of others, and they'll be more respectful to you. Amen Your three matches today for love, it's a Virgo. Friendship is Pisces. Career, it's a Gemini. Hey, I'm going to have to call my sister today. Girl, they got ratings. Your general mood. I should have read the whole thing. For sex, you have four stars. For hustle, you have four stars. For vibe, you have three stars today. Go to Pisces Success, for sex. you have four. That's what I'm already on. Look at the way she jumped at me, y'all. <laughs> okay, Pisces. Baby, we a water sign, so you know. No, well, it's to it's today's move. Okay, yeah. Today's move, you see. have a three. Hustle, you have a three. Success, you have a three. Vibe, you have a two. That's that's cap. That's all downplayed. But also, like I say, all of this stuff won't apply to you. You gotta mm-hmm. just take what resonates, like any other thing. Mm-hmm. But that's today's mood, helpful, not overall. Okay. Cause Jazz is like who? Five point five five. Hello, fucking five. <laughs> Ten, tens. And tens, tens across the board. Uh, Gray was five stars. Stop that. <laughs> I, did, I did mine today Okay so no wait Our mood today Denise For sex is a two Hustle is a four Vibe is a four Success is a three That sex sound my right A two <laughs> It take two of y'all to do it And I ain't doing it So that was the On this segment of How's your horoscope I think I'm I think I'm naming that. That was kind How's of your horoscope? How's your horoscope That's cute Y'all we literally do this We literally plan every episode ahead of time But this episode was one of the episodes We literally just like had to wing um, And put together And I think we did really good I think we did too That's why it's kind of like you know There is a little downtime on this one But mm-hmm. yeah That's For the fine. most part we did We, we killed it Per. We picked up and but killed it and killed it. And that's all we have for today. Make sure y'all listening to the Summer Walker album. Still over it because it's a few skips in that hole, but that hole. Oh wait, let me tell you mine because Jazz judged me for my uh four that I picked, the ones that I downloaded. Okay. I told her I'm just in a different headspace for Summer Walker today. And I can't lie, Over It still hit for me. Over It <laughs> is still a good album. Like, I um, love Over It. And everybody was like, I didn't think she'd be able to top this album or top her first album, this, that, and the third. Girl, this time she got a baby. Of course she could This time it. she has a child. And she's singing, she's singing, baby, four, I don't have no kids, but fourth baby mama is my shit. 
Who's that? Hey, fatty with an AP. Who is it? I don't know. Who is fatty that? Fatty with an AP. Because they laughing know. at us. I'm dead. Hey, Fat Fat with an AP. I don't know who that is. I hope I read your name right. Because y'all know the names be all close together. And I'm speaking right into my mic. My apologies, <laughs> girl. I saw his <laughs> Um. So the four that I did download was obviously the basic one. You don't know me. Whatever. <laughs> Unloyal with my girl Ari. Shout out to her. She's a banana in everything. Every song she do, she's a banana. Like she, she adds, adds to, to it. it. Mm, shout out to Black Twitter. I had to download Closure because, you know. And then scrolling. Even though you ain't doing nothing. I ain't. <laughs> Don't mean I can't relate so, to So, bitter. Um, no love. Reciprocate. Throw it away. Uh, constant bullshit. Like, literally, I, like, literally, I love the entire album. It's a few skips in there for me, but the entire album slaps for me because I ain't got no kids, but I know my sister has kids, and... I know friends who have kids that be going through that shit. And I'm one of those people. Who, I'm an empath, so I feel for my friends. So the whole album hit for me. I don't think that four baby mama won't go hard. I didn't download it, but it was good because I don't want them vibes in my phone. I'll never be no four baby mama. First and only. Okay, I, probably, I, probably, I won't even be a second. <laughs> so make sure y'all streaming that hoe because the album really does it for me, honestly. I'm, I'm there over it still. I mean. Mm. You make me wanna come, come. Quarter after two. What's that? Just to put what? Just to put it down on you, honey. That was back in the day, but you know the Lord saved me <laughs> from my center pass. Right, is this how is this how we gonna end the podcast? Yeah. We're just gonna like go off talking randomly. No, we could just cut it out. I don't think you should cut it like, out. I feel like close you should. You mean like cut this part off? I feel like you should keep this part in here. Yeah. You just say this is yeah. I am Nala. This is Jazz. Yeah. Okay, bet I am Nala. And I am Jazz. And this is the, the Thick and Juicy, Juicy Podcast. Podcast.